Welcome to Industry Night, where I provide a platform for fellow service industry members from bartenders, servers, and hosts to food and beverage directors, chefs, and brand reps to share their stories, their knowledge, and their passions. All right, everybody. So sitting down and chatting with me this evening is a very good friend of mine, Christine Susie, who many of you probably know without knowing that you know her because she is the woman behind one of the largest food and hospitality oriented Instagram accounts um, in Nashville, where to eat in Nashville. Yes. yes, that is me. <laughs> the, that curtain. Is me. <laughs> the curtain, the curtain has opened. This is us. <laughs> this is us. I yes. love that. The perfect main lady, lady herself. <laughs> um, so tonight we're gonna get a little bit into how her page has grown so much, what it looks like for her to go into an account, take these videos, what the post looks like, what she's looking for. Um in a great restaurant, what some of her favorites are, all of that. But um, as you all hopefully know by now, I do like to start at the beginning. So what was the start of your culinary adventure? Oh, gosh, I don't even really know where to start. Um, I guess I'll start with just my love of cooking mm -hmm. really is where it came from. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a little inside story that I don't I don't normally tell this part because I don't I don't know why I don't ever I think I don't want to be long-winded and sure. you know I can tend to be a little long-winded so no Chris, you don't say our casual <laughs> yeah. so, so like I have five minutes I try and keep it brief which never ends up happening but really where it started was uh I moved to Nashville to do music but it had always always loved to cook. You know, my family growing up, huge Italian family. So I was always cooking with my mom, cooking with my dad, mm -hmm. you know, every Sunday or Saturday we're doing, you know, homemade pasta yeah. sauce and all that kind of, you know, homemade raviolis and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So big East coast, East Italian. coast Italian, you know, the deal. <laughs> so it just, it was ingrained in me. And I just carried that through my whole life in college. I was cooking for friends and mm -hmm. When I moved to Nashville, I was cooking for friends and having people over. Like, that's just something that feels, uh, makes me happy. And I, I love to bring people together and, like, mm -hmm. see other people feel yeah. happy with that kind of experience, too. That community that happens around a table and over shared food. 100%. So, always had that love. Like I said, moved to Nashville to be in the music industry. When COVID happened, all the craziness, the music industry was really affected. Oh, heavily. I yeah. was in this place. Well, yeah, how are you going to have people stand up, perform, project out, have a crowd, have people dancing. I mean, it's like, yeah. yeah. So it was such a sad, scary, which was scary. I drove time. I drove down Broadway and I want to say it was like late March. I think it was time frame, And it was like empty. Empty. Totally. Oh, it's terrible. Well, most of them also like that. couldn't be open because we had that, transitional period where when things were kind of open again after the initial like hard shutdown you had to be I think primarily licensed as a restaurant not just a bar so that's why some of the only places like I think for a time it was like only mellow mushroom I know and it was like it's like and like I I, I went with a couple girlfriends 
they had some other girlfriends in town and we went and I mean like it was it was just it was very bizarre like there was nowhere else to go it was only mellow mushroom which was just like comical like but like that, yeah. <laughs> thanks for traveling from wherever you travel from just to come to a mellow mushroom which like hey not mad about it Pizza no I know I know like <laughs> it was just like okay granted it is Broadway so there was live music which so is- they were still they were still doing live music but there was no dancing allowed so everyone had to be seated at a table so if you can only imagine like COVID era when everyone's been bound up in their homes, everyone's drinking like oh, a freaking fish. No. And now you're trying to tell these people that they're finally out, dance. but you can't dance. It was like the weirdest. Oh, it was such a I'm night. Sure like we still have. talk about so many different various points of the night. It was just very bizarre. But yes, yeah. wild times. Wild times. <laughs> but you know, the music industry was heavily affected. And yeah. I actually... I didn't lose my job because of COVID, but I lost my job right before COVID. The company that I was working for, um, it, they were doing news music. I was like bottom of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. They let me go like right. They lost a big client. Let me go sure. right before. Literally, it was like, I want to say it was like two to three weeks before COVID. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. What? And in my and head, like, I was like, oh, well, I didn't even apply for unemployment because I was like, I'll be fine. Yeah, you're like I'm. Just and then go the I will never forget this. My mom was kicking me because she was like, it was like two weeks later, like everything shut down, unemployment, like you couldn't get it. It was like, oh my god, thing. yeah. So my I mom forgot like, about that. Yeah, it was like really the deep. times because obviously, and then I couldn't like, get a job because nobody country. was hiring. Yeah, yes, the whole country is applying for unemployment. Yep. So it took so long yep it was the whole thing was the system was all frozen up yeah and then they were doing like extra and it was like it was just crazy and so that was really where the start of like the gears behind everything food wise me exploring more of a food centric career Mm -hmm. that's where that started so it was like music clearly isn't happening right now. yeah and it was one of those things too I actually wanted to be a performer and I never I just never I never did it I make this joke all the time I moved to Nashville with this idea I want to be a a performer a star I'm gonna sell out stages yeah never did an open mic (laughs) never did an open mic the four years, the four years that I'm here to do music, to be this big star, never did an open mic. <laughs> I, just, I feel like that's another day's. That's another day's. Say, yeah. Anyway, that all being said, I didn't do any of that. And I was like, I need, I really need to figure out what I want to do because I knew at the time I'd worked a ton of corporate jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, I was lucky enough to work in the music industry and had some really amazing experiences, but I knew I didn't want to, I didn't want to do the corporate life. I wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, be my own boss and, you know, have my own schedule and, and not answer to anyone outside of myself, really. Yeah. So I would, and, and I wanted to do something that I loved, right? Yeah. Which at the time I just wasn't doing. So I was like, you know, what are the things that I love? Music, obviously. Well, I haven't done that. Cooking was like the next thing. I'm like, I love to cook. So this is the, the part that I was going to say. I don't typically tell people. Mm-hmm. I actually started a cooking blog, which you might remember. I actually do. It's fucking fresh. Oh my God. Do you remember that? Yes. 
So I started that. And it was all because I'm like, I love to cook, you know, and I love to talk to people and share recipes. And I'm always, you know, my dad has been going through a, a very long-term health, um, battling just like some chronic health issues. Yeah. And so one of the things that I found the most enjoyable was because growing up, like I said, pasta, pizza, sandwiches, all these different things. He had to go gluten-free, dairy-free. Yeah. I loved yeah. to... So hard in an Italian family. That's oh, like, that was like, for him, he's like, the kiss it says. It's like, I'm, that's it. He's like, I'm done. Put me in the crowd. Put me in the crowd. He's like, I can't do it. But that was for me, one of the, yeah. the, the things that I took as a challenger, I was like, no, you can still enjoy your food. You can still have that, like, oh my God, that cheesy pizza or a pasta you know and but you can still eat it and it's clean for you you know so that was one of the things that I loved was him being super love that yeah that like personal birth of just like that passion yes that raw passion of like no this is my why yes Josh always talks about like how important your why Why? is I love that yeah I call that my my north star so it's same thing yeah yeah north star yeah so I was like, you know what? Let me try this cooking blog. I followed a couple bloggers, Half-Baked Harvest. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love her. She's crazy. So good. I'm obsessed with her like, recipes. So Half-Baked Harvest. Yes. Love her stuff. I'm, I mean, I'm seeing all her stuff and I'm like, wow, I can do this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but very quickly I realized, I want to say I started, I started this, um, it was an Instagram page. Where I'm, you know, just sharing recipes, I'm using Canva, my iPhone, mm-hmm. not the same quality. I very quickly, yeah. I'm like doing, searching on YouTube, all these videos. Like, not the same quality, but honestly, also though, things like Canva and iPhone have come such a long way, such even long in way. just the last five years. Oh my gosh. It's yes. really wild, the difference, or even one of the things that you and I touched on again before we turned on the mic, <laughs> how much Instagram has changed and is continuing to change continuing to change and not just like the way the algorithm works itself but what you're able to do and inviting collaborators and just what format of content you can post in lengths like I go back is so different year after year I go back and forth with it I was just talking to someone about this the other day but it's tough as a creator and I'm sure you probably feel the same way, but to keep up with everything. Yeah. It's amazing. Like they roll out these features and they just rolled out, you know, threads. And now these collaboration features yeah. are, they're adding, you can add more than one collaborator and all of these new features that they're offering to, uh, you know, creator accounts and business accounts. It's amazing because what they're doing is they're allowing for more people to literally because it's a free platform, yep. have their own business, right? Yep. Which is incredible. This yeah. is that's where I incredible free access but to so many different tools. Yes, it's tough though. I find sometimes to, uh, and I I have a bone to pick with Instagram because they they don't tell you this is what you should do to be successful, oh. right? Mm-hmm. It's like everybody's always guessing. I and I yeah. I'm around creators all the time, so I hear. Don't use the watermark. Use the watermark. It doesn't matter. There's always the flip side of the coin and like no one knows. Do use tags. Don't use tags. Use Use this many tags. Don't use that many tags. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, which one is it? Which one is it? Because I'll do it. I will do it. 
Whichever one it is seems like gods. Please just tell me. I will follow your rules. So it's tough, but it is it is amazing. And they're rolling out so many incredible features to help creators. Um, and I got off on a tangent, which I'm sure won't be the first of the night. But what was I saying? Yeah, start the food cooking blog. Mm -hmm. And very quickly, I'm realizing if this is something that I want to make money off of or, you know, be competitive with some of these other people. Yeah, you're like, I got to. I need a lot more money and a lot more equipment. (laughs) So that was kind of when I was like, all right, let me look at this and do a little revamp. I was talking with my sister at the time and uh, love. I, yeah, you know, <laughs> um, and she, we were just throwing back and forth ideas and I just, she was, I think she have may, may have even said to me like, you know, why don't you try like a cooking, like blogging, like about places that you go. Cause she was like, you're always taking pictures of your food. Mm-hmm. You're always telling people where to go. Mm-hmm. You're always going out, you know? Yeah. Um, and one of the things too, that I felt like, cause Along with my love of cooking, obviously, with that comes me loving loving other yes. people cooking for me. Yes. So I'm always going out. Loving I'm eating. Lo- loving the drinks. Loving <laughs> Yes. What's creating Oh, my God. So I try to find the thing. place or a place that I've never heard of that I haven't been to. So yes. um, that was one of the things because I lived in Chicago and Boston beforehand. And I felt like there were so many options just readily available for me. And there was XYZ sites that I knew I could look at if I wanted dim sum or you know pasta or whatever it was street tacos and here in nashville when i came here because at the time like a centralized platform for you to go and look and be like give me an idea i'm right for this but like where do i go google i don't know yeah yeah yeah. and when i came here to nashville i didn't feel like there was anything for that Mm -hmm. so i was like bummed because i'm like man i don't know where to go like i want to i want to i know the city has this stuff but like How do I find it? Because yeah. Google's not giving it to me. They're giving me no. Subway down the street. <laughs> and yeah. I love you, Subway. But it, I just... Your girls like some subs, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Some, Subway. some subs. Love me some subs. So, Oops. but, you know, I'm like, I want to try something local. I want to try, yeah. like, a place that, you know, uh, similar to the places that I liked in the other cities that I lived in. So, uh, I feel like I, really what I did was I found... And I say this all the time, but I found the gap in the market. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of f- food blogs uh, at the time when I started this that already existed mm-hmm. and they were performing very well. They were posting frequently, consistently, and gr- good quality. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I found or just felt like there was a lack of was information. Mm-hmm. So I would see a lot of accounts that would post uh, you know, a beautiful photo of a plate of pasta or mm-hmm. whatever it is, this amazing dish, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't like tag the restaurant oh. sometimes or they wouldn't tell you what the dish was. It was just Ooh, so I, That is such a huge point. That's probably my biggest pet peeve yeah. of going through photos, especially then as a bartender drinks of like, oh, that drink, that drink is beautiful. Or they even will list like an ingredient or something that like catches my eye. Like that's what drew me to it. And then it's like, but they don't leave the cocktail name or like is you said it? sometimes like yeah, where to I'll get it. And I'm like, anything. And I'm like, and it, I'm like, oh. I'm like, but I want that. And then I'm searching and yes. it takes me forever to find it. So I was or like, I have to be the basic bitch that goes in and I'm like, 
can I have this drink on the Instagram? <laughs> Your girl ain't too proud. I will pull up that picture. This is what I want. And you know what? I bet you got that drink. <laughs> did. I did. Yes. That's really cool. Well, and that's another thing too that I love and have always been throughout my whole life is a visual person. Mm -hmm. So Instagram speaks to me because when I see something, a lot of the times I'm like, oh my God, what is that? Whether it's yeah. clothes, Take me there food, right now. <laughs> shoes, furniture shoes. right now. Yes. Cause I'm like looking for furniture like crazy. <laughs> I just moved, you know? And so I just, I love that aspect of the visual, mm -hmm. visual guide, which yeah. is what yes. I said, born the brand, where to eat in Nashville, where to eat actually is mm -hmm. the overall brand. Nashville is a sector. Yes, because you already are doing or are planning on doing other cities? I have another city um, right now that is active. San Diego. Where to eat in San Diego? Tia. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. Good friend of mine. She was already doing the food blogging thing mm -hmm. out herself in San Diego. And her and I just chatted. And I kind of, in passing, joked. And I was like, if you want to run where to eat in San Diego, like, just let me know. Like, just let me know. Run with the and girl. she was like, wait, really? And I was like, yeah, hundred percent. Like I'm not there. No yeah. one else is. Yeah. She was like, she called me like the next day she's ready to go. And so she's been doing that and she's doing awesome. Yeah. She does a really great, she's got a great eye, which I, I had already seen. Cause I looked, went through sure. when she yeah. actually was, you know, like, I want to do this. I went and looked through some of her stuff and I was like, oh yeah, she, yeah. he gets it. You yeah. can kind of just tell right away, you know, car, yeah. <laughs> for, for your standards, but I've got They're really good standards. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> so yeah, you know, I ended up putting together the brand. Um, like I said, saw the gap in the market there and was like, I'm going to go for this. I Which love this. I mean, Find the gap, find the problems. Yep. That's, you know, those are your opportunities. Yes. So I ended up going to a good, well, I had someone design the initial logo. Like he only designed the logo, which he did an amazing job, but it was just the logo. Like mm -hmm. there was no brand. I, I actually remember that. How, so how long ago was that? The, the start of where to eat? Oh gosh. So that I want to say was about three years ago because it was Wild. pandemic time frame yeah and but I just like I said just only had yeah. the logo so I was like well I need because I wanted to do more like graphics and things like mm -hmm. that online and I was like I need like and at the time I knew nothing about this I was like I need a col like color scheme and fonts and blah, 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 whatever so a good friend of mine who funny enough she also similar to me was doing music still does music but kind of she had done some other stuff with graphic design and she had started her own company and had a lot of success mm -hmm. and is still having plenty of success with it as well but she helped me out a ton and this is a funny story too but she designed she took the logo and then like really built this beautiful mm -hmm. brand package for me so then I started the account and um this is kind of the story that really I feel like ties everything everything together and just speaks to social media and what it can do for you. But she had told me, she's like, Christine, at the time I had only done Instagram. I was only on Instagram <clears throat> and uh, Instagram and Facebook. And 
I didn't have plans to go on TikTok. This was like when TikTok was like blowing up in America because it was everyone was doing the dances. Yeah, it was during COVID. Yeah. So (laughs) she keeps telling me, she's like, Christine, you got to get on TikTok. You got to get on TikTok. Got to get on TikTok. I mean, and I'm like, I'm fighting her on it. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I just, I I don't have the app. I don't even know how to start. It's just dancing. Like, I just, yeah. like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, that and had been so many things prior to that, too. It was, like, musically. I think at one point, and maybe, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead or if they were talking about getting rid of it. I don't know. But there was all this hullabaloo with yeah. it, whatever. And I'm just like, I'm not going to do it. And finally, I don't know what made me want to do it or think I should. But I was like, all right, fine. You know, I'll. I'll give this thing a go. I'll try it, right? And I put this video out. It was um, Chopper. Chopper oh, Tiki yes. in East Nashville. Maze de la Vida, the food truck outside. I featured their tacos and then the Chopper drinks. And it went viral. The first video I ever did. And I feel like I'm going to cry. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. I mean... I never could have imagined, and I feel like you hear people say that all the time, and even saying it, I don't even, I still don't feel, like, it was viral, I don't know, you know? Because it's still just something you did, it was still something you were trying, it was still just you, you know. Throwing it out there! And some paint at the wall a little bit, like, you learned a little bit more at this, you know, before this point, but still it was like, all right, here, you know. Here goes nothing, yeah. And I just remember it was crazy. I mean, I turned off my notifications on my phone because it was wow. just like bing, 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 like one after the other. And I'm texting my friends, my family, everyone. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like updating. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like 5,000 followers, 6,000. It was like 10,000 followers overnight, overnight. This account had zero followers. I post this video. I think it went to like, I think at the time I want to say it was like a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand, and then it was like three hundred thousand. It was just like it was crazy, and this was at the time at the point in time when the algorithm was talk just about like, finding the right gap in the market. Like, oh my gosh, holy shit! Yeah, and I think I want to say too at the time I don't think there were a ton of food creators mm-hmm. on tiktok mm-hmm. so i was one yeah, of, i think you were probably early yeah pretty speaking, early yeah in the game um and so it was that's when i was like whoa like yeah. this is people are enjoying yeah. this like mm-hmm. this is this is like this is legit which at the time it didn't totally translate over to instagram like i didn't overnight get sure. a lot of followers from tiktok over to instagram but it gradually got there and then it just continued to build from there um you know and it, and also too that motivated me i was like oh my god oh, absolutely but then that i'm has like been right. so motivating and i natasha my branding girl i love you i love you i love you i love you thank you thank you thank you because i never would have did that if she yeah. hadn't been like christine pushing pushing what, pushing do it just yes. get on there just do it i never would have done it and and i now yes, this is why your circle is so important yeah this was one of our recent dinners together a, we had a huge conversation about this about who you keep close who you are spending time with who you are really sharing your dreams ambitions your ideas with you need solid people in your circle in your corner behind your back 
pushing you yep. to be your best self. 100%. Actually encouraging you. Yep. Not being like, oh, that's such a good idea. No, that person, you, yeah. that person's not helpful. You yeah. don't have time for that person. You have time for people like Natasha. Yep. Like Natasha that are like, no, girl, you have get to get on it. Girl, get I know it. you don't <laughs> want to do it. You have to do it. Like the push, push, push. And yeah. because they see your what? actual freaking potential. Yep. And they want it for you. Yeah. They want it for you almost as bad as you want it for yourself. 100%. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that she pushed me because I, like I said, I never, I don't know where I would be if I hadn't yeah. done that, you know? Um, so that was, that, I thought I was going to go short. So that was the long-winded version of how it started and how it came yeah. to be and just, you know, the and TikTok amazing. and the Instagram yeah. now and... I mean, it's crazy because I, it doesn't feel like it's been three years, but it has. I was just yeah, it yeah, that's why I mean, took it back on. And I know you and I were just talking about too, and I say this to people all the time because I get people that are like, "Oh my gosh, how'd you start this?" And I'm you know trying to do the Instagram thing or introduce my business on Instagram or just on social media in general, and I don't know what the first like I only have fifty followers. I'm like, so did I. Yeah, I only had. One follower. There's one point in time where Rarity in Nashville had one follower, and then I had two, and then I had three, and then I had four, and then I had ten, and I just continued to build yep. from there. So you can't, I, you can't always look, you know, well, because we everything that has ever been in existence has all started somewhere. It all has to start somewhere. Exactly. Which is why I'm starting this. Yes. <laughs> Which is why we're here with a whole lot of hope. <laughs> And a whole lot of patience. And you got to surround yourself with people. And that's, I love that you said that, Jill, because you, you, Allie, all of our, when I started this, I just remember, and I think kind of circling back to what we were talking about with music industry stuff, where I was so afraid my whole life, I put so much pressure on myself to be successful with the music mm -hmm. stuff. I could never do it. But with this, because I didn't and I was like it was almost like I had this like you know it was like well if it doesn't work out that's okay because I, I didn't define my whole life yeah. as this you know so it gave me the ability to be free in jumping you know jumping and making that leap and 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 just trying for something but what I was going to say is I had so much support from you and my friends and people that were cheering me on and I think it's so important if you see your friends trying something new or putting themselves out there because, you know, we have know so many people in food, music, all these industries where it's competitive and, Very competitive. you know, they're going out and they're doing an open mic or they're, I have a friend who's, I mean, it's incredible. She's, I want to say she's been doing this now for a year, but same thing as me. She's didn't do music and wanted to do music. And finally she's like, I'm doing fucking music and she's going out and she's got a show at like the basement east now and it's like oh, it's so amazing. cool yes. but you and you know what she texted me too she literally texted it to me today earlier today she said you were at my first open mic you were at my first open mic and that oh that like makes me emotional because i'm just like you know how incredible that she felt supported and you feel supported and whoever yeah. feels supported when they want to put themselves out there yeah. and if you see what i was saying is if you see your friends 
trying to do something, support them. Yeah. Even if you don't understand it. Yeah. You don't you have know? to understand it. Yeah. You really don't. You just need to show up in whatever capacity they need. Yeah. If they're hosting an event, go there. Mm-hmm. Share the information about it. The information. Share, gosh, share any of the information. If your friend wants to start a blog, start a podcast, go uh, audition somewhere, go, go be there. Yes. Go do something Those- on, on your own. I don't care if you have 10 followers. If your 10 followers are different from their 10 followers, right. you and you get one follower. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, God, we just have to show up for each other yeah that's how any of this happens yep and and you don't realize too like i remember back when i was first starting things like that one little share or that one little dm or that one text that someone was like i just saw your thing and this is awesome or even like hey i just showed someone your page yeah. and that, that made of encouragement yeah, and that made me feel so good and gave me the energy that you know again yeah. would just push me forward to keep pushing through and keep doing the work. I love the way that you say it gave you the energy because I imagine a lot of people are going to resonate with this because that's so struck a chord with me of starting something does take so much energy and, and not just, and I like that you use that word over just something like motivation Mm -hmm. or something, because Again, circling way back to things like not having a lot of self-discipline or maybe you have it in spades. I don't know, but you're not, you're not always going to be motivated. It does come down to the discipline. And sometimes it's so hard to get yourself to do something, especially if you don't see the growth that you're wanting to see, if you're not seeing the success that you want to see, if you're not getting the kind of clientele or kind of followers or kind of fan base that you're looking for. And you're like, I just don't feel like I'm hitting the mark right now. It just kind of weighs on you and creates this space where you're like, I have no momentum. Yep. I don't know what to do next. And you end up in this fog, just stuck of like, I know I need to be doing something. Which I'm really you, not sure what to do. And you may still be posting, so nobody knows that, mm-hmm. right? Nobody, everybody thinks, oh, she's fine. She's doing her yeah. thing. She's posting whatever. Yeah. But behind closed doors, yeah. you might be struggling a little bit. Yeah. And you're not feeling the best. And you're not, you know, when you wake up, you're not like 100% motivated to go and mm-hmm. knock on that, you know, bang on that next door and whatever it is, get that, that work done that you need to get done. And that little text, like you just, it, just the energy that it creates, yeah. it builds and gives you that like, you're like, oh, you're you like, know you know what? what? Yeah. It, it, you're like, okay, your mind. You're like, you liked, okay. Somebody liked that. All right. Then, then that's, you know, then that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to, I'm going to do one more thing like that. And then it, it's a snowball effect, mm-hmm. right? Cause then it's like, you keep going and then that video blows up or does really well or wh- wh- whatever happens. Or you're just really happy with it. You're like, wow, that one, that's the type of thing I want to do. That's the, the type of cocktail I want to create. That's the type of video I want to put out. That's yes. the type of whatever. And it's like, okay, great. I'm going to make another one. Yeah. Uh, yep, <laughs> I'm yep, do yep. Again, I'm going to do more. Yeah. It is such a, mm. yeah. Yep. Yep. So yes. it's important. It's important to support your friends, just your family in any endeavors. And that's what I felt like when I was first starting and, you know, the people that I consulted with and the people that I hang around. And that's another good point too, is I learn, I'm still learning all the time. I love to learn. 
if I'm not learning, then I'm I'm not growing. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I fully support that. I've said for a long time, you know, being comfortable is my red flag. Yeah. Mm. Being comfortable for me, I try to give myself that mental note and like acknowledge it decide how long I want to sit with it because sometimes it is nice to take that little break and be like great my job's going well mm. I have my my particular role down pat I can come in do this blindfolded great yeah but then you're gonna get really bored yeah and you're gonna feel very unfulfilled and you're not gonna understand yeah. why you feel so antsy yeah and it's because you're too comfortable and you're not challenging yourself and you're not learning mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. and you're not trying something new and you're not failing at things because right. you're just, you're doing. Right. When yeah. is the last time that you put yourself out there and let yourself fail? Yeah. As kids, we fail all the time. That's part of learning. And then we grow up and be a, to be adults and we're like, I'm not going to fail anymore. I right. know what I'm doing. That's part of life. It's part of life. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's become my own little red flag to myself of like I like really that. comfortable it's like it's a problem uh, yeah <laughs> kind of, yeah it's like all right like how long do I want to give myself before I find something else but anyway yeah tell me a little bit more about what it looks like for you now whether you are choosing to go to um, a location or if you're hired by a location um what does it look like for you to go have dinner how do you order? What are you looking to order? How do you take your videos? Are you always including drinks? And what kind of information do you always try to make sure that you are including for a where to eat post? So, uh, the first thing that you ask is how do I go out and do people invite me out? It's a combination of both. Mm -hmm. Um, the most important thing to me is consistency. And so if, I don't have several places inviting me out this week or the next or whatever that I'm going out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do get a decent amount of people reaching out saying, Hey, we'd love you to feature this pop-up, our new menu, mm-hmm. a new restaurant opening. And it's, you know, Nashville's crazy. Now there's just something open up like every other week. All yeah. The time. It's crazy. Yes. So yeah. I get a lot of that, you know, a lot of these grand openings. Um, and in regard to the way that I go in to a shoot or, you know, a, a place typically, yeah, an experience, typically it's, you know, dinner, I would say. And let's say that they're not, you know, let's say it's not a pop-up or a specific menu yeah. of some sort. It's just yeah, come in, experience yeah. the, um, yeah. I'll say I really, really try to give what I would say is like the overall like vibe this is what they have to offer. Um, and I always really try and look for, because again, one thing that I'll highlight is where to eat is not a review based brand. It's a visual guide. So I will, oh, I, I love walk, that. Can we repeat that? Yeah. It is not a review based brand. It is a visual guide. Yes. I am obsessed with that. So it's one of those things. And I say this all the time it is food and drink and clothing and so many things. It's all so subjective, right? Like oh, I love Indian food. You hate Indian food. I love steak. You're vegan or vegetarian, right? Like, and who am I to say 
well, that's weird that you don't like steak or that's weird that you don't like pasta. 100%. It's not my, it's your prerogative and my prerogative. Whoever, you know, whatever you like, I love that for you. Yeah. And if you like that, then I hope that I can help you find the best place that you love to go for whatever that is. So, uh, that's why I try to take a similar approach to making cocktails. Yeah. You know, I get asked all the time from people like when they're trying to decide what to order, well, what do you like? And it's such a, it's a difficult question. It's, it's like, like, yeah, I'm like, well, I know. I'm like, well, you like, we, I was like, we like, and I was like, odds are we like entirely different things. I was like, I work here. There's. 215 different whiskeys behind me. I have reps bringing me different whiskey and different tequila every shift that I'm here. I was like, I'm drinking straight spirits all the time. I was yeah. like, my palate is pretty blown out on spice. I'm like, I don't think you and I are going to be no, like appreciating the same thing. Yeah. Or people get people get very in their heads of they're worried about like ordering something that's too sweet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I try to reassure everybody a sweet cocktail does not mean that it's bad if it is well made. Yes. Yes. Like sweet does not mean bad. Yeah. Enjoy your sweet cocktail. Right. I don't care. I'm not judging you. I want you to love it. And I don't love rum cocktails. Right. But I know a good rum cocktail when I taste one. Mm. It doesn't matter if I love it specifically or not. I can respect it and I can appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that you take, sounds like a very similar approach. Yeah. You know when it's good, even if it's not your jam. Cup of tea. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, what I'll, what I like to do is I'll go in and I mean, typically I'll do a little bit of research beforehand and I'll look at the menu and kind of get an idea of like, okay, you know, their, um, you know, their focus is like, they have a really awesome cocktail menu that pairs with X, Y, Z or whatever they're like, or even if there's like a specific dish that I'm like, whoa, everybody's talking like, I'll give you an example, like Hero Donuts. They just opened up They're I want to say they're an Atlanta based brand. They just came Mm. here to Nashville, opened up a location on Charlotte Pike, and they just opened up one in Wedgwood. Nice. And they're like, their thing is this brioche dough. Mm. So that's like their like golden, like that is like what they do and they do it damn well. Their trademark. Yeah. (laughs) And so they're doing, they're rolling it out in their donuts and their buns that are, you know, for their sandwiches. And what else do they do? They do a lot of cool stuff, but you know, I mean, pastries and bread, I think they're selling too. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you have cards, you know, that's their golden thing. And so I always kind of like, you know, whereas someone may look at that as like, Oh, it's a donut shop. It's like, no, this is what they specialize in and they're doing donuts and they're doing, you know, buns and bread and all this different stuff which is phenomenal. Um, so I'll really try and go in and give you an idea of what the experience is like Mm -hmm. as a whole. So the vibe, you know, if it's a darker cocktail bar, you know, I'm shooting it. I typically tend to shoot everything for the most part with flash, Mm -hmm. just because I think that that showcases food the best better. Yeah. Um, especially when you're in, a restaurant where like the overall lighting is really warm. Mm. Um, I find that 
the iPhone flash is pretty like white. Mm-hmm. So it'll kind of reduce some of those like, cause you'll those see other tones. Yeah. So you'll see, a, I see a lot of creators sometimes like they won't shoot with flash. And like the, like if you look at the video, like almost like if you were to think about, which I'm not blind, but I'm pretty, I've got contacts and <laughs> I can't, if I pop these out, I can't see your face. <laughs> so whatever that says, like, if you think about it in that way, you know, looking at it, it's like almost like one color, right? So, and your food doesn't stand out. So when you shoot it with flash, you're that food, like that creates a little bit more definition. 100%. And you're seeing, you know, the, the colors in, if it's a burger, like the meat is a little darker and Mm. the contrast with the yellow of the cheese. And if there's sauce and the bread, it's not like, you know, everything's kind of like washed out in like a warm yeah. tone where you're not really seeing all that definition i feel like a burger is actually a very good example because kind of like yes. you said it's like and you got the green typically say yeah it's like you're yeah. certainly like right Red. there's green and burger and bun you can see those differences but if there is sauce and cheese and other thing it's like and fries on the side it's like okay well then we are talking a lot of other tones that are similar yeah so you do need something that helps show that contrast 100 yeah which typically when you use flash then like the background of whatever it is that you're you know focusing on tends to be darker Mm -hmm. so that focal point will show more so yeah go in i'm always thinking about you know the vibe and the experience as a whole um videos do a good job of um mimicking what it is like to show up sit down and eat it's like you do i i feel like a lot of your videos start with like that kind of entrance footage yep. of like okay if you that's exactly showing up, yeah this is this is what it feels like so the way I do it is and if you I mean you could probably look at my video I was t- talking about this with a friend of mine who's a videographer and I was like you could just go and copy what I do <laughs> literally do it because I do it the same way yeah, pretty much like, every time you have a formula yeah and that formula clearly works yeah so I'll do what I call like the money shot so that's like you know, your cheese pull or your pasta pull or your, you know, whatever that like moment yes. where it's like, oh my that God, food moment of like, is like, yeah, yeah they, I want that. They call it food porn. It's the food porn. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And you're like, you see yes. it and you're like, oh my God. Yes. I always lead with that typically. And then I'll go into, like you said, walking in. So I always try and get like the front of the business, the inside of the business, um, you know, kind of what the seating looks like. Um, and then I'll sometimes do the menu, menu, sometimes not, depending on if I've done, you know, I try and keep the videos pretty short because mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, sometimes if I do them a little bit longer, they don't, people don't tend to watch through them as, as you know, to the full what length. What does short mean for you? Probably about like 30 seconds okay. typically is what, it, 30, 35 seconds is what I keep them around for both Instagram and TikTok. Um, and so yeah, menu, maybe, maybe not. And then I'll go into the dishes and, or cocktail, typically cocktails first, then dishes and then dessert. Um, and then that's pretty much it. I'll just end it, you know, after dessert. Um, yeah. And around 30 to 35 seconds. And one thing I always really will try and make sure that I highlight is, you know, if I think blue sushi, they do an awesome, um, uh, their cocktails they've got because uh, I do drink so mm-hmm. I love a good cocktail mm-hmm. but I'll always try and highlight like if there's uh, uh, alcohol free options yep. non-alcoholic um, gluten free vegan options yep. um, I try and highlight you know 
again, like that's not my prerogative, but there's tons of people that are looking for yeah. free non-alcoholic options. And that's one of the things that I, I, I love to see around Nashville, which obviously it's a heavy drinking town yep. is there are a ton of non-alcoholic options. It's been growing a ton. It has. And I'm so happy to see it finally taking off more. Um, when we started doing our seasonal menus, mm-hmm. um, I think I started incorporating at least one NA cocktail. Gosh, it's so crazy looking back. I mean, probably two years ago now. Yeah. And I, I always carry, that. um, that's also around the time that I picked up, um, non-alcoholic beer. Okay. Um, yeah. And we currently carry consistently three different craft non-alcoholic beer options. That's Cause cool. I think it's, for me, it's important, especially as like beer being my big base, it's very important to me for it to like be a good yeah. non-alc beer. Yeah. I don't want it to just like genuinely no hate or shade on things like Heineken Zero, like those are solid, but you can get that everywhere right. or at least a lot of places. Like I want to be able to offer something where it's like we are a niche bar. I want you to still feel like you're enjoying that niche space, even if you are not consuming alcohol for whatever reason because the more and more people I meet it's so many different reasons some people they are still on the clock they're Mm -hmm. in medical field or a law field and they're like I you know I'm on my lunch break I want to enjoy this but I can't Mm -hmm. for whatever reason right or somebody's pregnant or somebody's trying to get pregnant or somebody has other medical thing going on right it's just not their jam right they're just trying to slow down and they're like you know I have kind of a long night ahead of me like I've already had a cocktail this evening. Let me take it down a notch with something that's N.A., but mm-hmm. still beautiful and in a beautiful glass mm-hmm. and with a nice garnish and everything. You know, it's just, yeah, it's, I think it's just more and more important, especially post-COVID whenever it was like drinking very heavily and a lot of people kind of gained a different level of self-awareness for those habits. And they're like, Okay, sometimes I'm going to need to have some options. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Because that's how I am too. You know, I I just given the nature of my job, I tend to find myself and I love to pair a glass of wine with a meal or, you know, a beer with a burger, things like that. It's like, you know, my favorite thing. But, you know, when I'm going out four to six nights a week mm-hmm. and I'm drinking, I mean, that takes a toll on you you know yeah, and it's up. not it's up on your body it does it's it's not something... that you're old by any means but you do definitely feel it differently in your 30s than you do in your 20s or even early 20s versus late 20s and early 30s versus late and 40s and 50s sure i mean it's like yeah you just your body's doing some different things yeah you're metabolizing differently yeah. like you know it's it's something that you know i started to be a little bit more mindful of so you know, having an uh, one thing I was going to say when you were saying that about you know you guys doing all the the not uh, non alcoholic options is it it still feels like an experience, mm-hmm. you know, and it feels like you care, and I think that's one of the things yeah. about the place that you're at now that I love is, and and I experience this a lot with trying out different places is you can tell, you know, like mm-hmm. that's the extra effort that you put in that you don't have to, mm-hmm. to find this craft NA option yeah. and several craft NA options, right? It's kind of becoming almost like a litmus test of like, if you see a cocktail menu that has thoughtful NA options, mm-hmm. let's say two, mm-hmm. 
I guarantee you, I'm really confidently going to promise you 90% of the time, their actual cocktails, their full-bodied alcoholic cocktails are going to be far and above other places you go. I could not agree with you more. I couldn't, if I see that, I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah, I know. Right. It's yep. like, I'm like, checked in. I'm yeah, like, 100%. Like, this is a bar program run by people who are, who really give a shit yep. about their job. Yep. And not just, yeah, they care about people. I'm saying they really give a shit about their job. They know not everybody wants to consume alcohol, but they still want them to enjoy their experience yes. at their bar. They're taking ownership of it. Yep. And they're again, trying something new. Yes. And I just telling you, if you see any options, it's going to be a good bar. Yeah. I, I could not agree more. And I think that Overall, the experience that you'll have will, and you'll want to come back. Yeah, 100%. that makes me want to come back. You know, that makes me want to tell people about it. You yeah. know, and there's, I have a ton of friends that they choose not to drink alcohol, and you know, they still will come out and they'll have a wonderful time, and they don't feel uncomfortable, and they don't feel. I mean, you know, they they want to come out and enjoy because there are options and and that and they got money to spend too baby exactly bartender out there and you're like yeah but how am i gonna make money on that you're not making money on when they don't come in you're not making money if they only order a coke you are making money if they're ordering a eight to ten dollar well-crafted na spirit pressed juice cocktail with a beautiful garnish and they're going to want more than one and they're going to stay for food and they're going to bring <laughs> their friends that are drinking liquor and the tab's going to be bigger a hundred percent well said well said that is that yeah it's true i see it all the time i've got friends that drink i've got friends that don't drink mm-hmm. and we'll go out we'll all go out and it's so true i mean we'll all have a good time and we're not even thinking about who's drinking, who's not drinking. Yeah. We're all, we're just having a good time. Well, and that's actually, I, I love that you mentioned that point. That's a big point I want to bring up as well. I try to be very intentional on my menu about including my NAs at the bottom of the regular cocktails so that they're still there. It's in the same list. You're not pulling out a separate menu. You're not flipping something over. Yeah. It's all in the same space. And it still has a cute name mm. so that... If you are trying to be more low-key about it, or you are a little bit self-conscious about what your friends might say, hopefully they won't even notice. notice. You're just ordering this drink versus that one. Exactly. You're not ordering, hey, can I have the N-A, blah, blah, blah. Right. No, you're right. just ordering whatever that drink is called, and mm-hmm. no one's thinking no one would twice ever. about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And I think that that's been adopted by a lot of other places in town, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, I love that see I'm, it. I'm seeing it was a slow more. start. It I'm was super, a slow start. Yeah. I'm super happy to see it be way more mainstream now than, yeah. than it used to be. Yeah. So, what is next on the horizon for Christine Susie? Oh gosh. Well, you know, I'm just continuing to to build where to eat. You know, um, I've got so many different things that kind of that I'd love to do and expand on. Um, Oh gosh. You know, I, oh man. <laughs> the ideas. The, I can visually see all of these. My eyes are not looking. <laughs> like they're in my brain, like looking in my brain right now. I mean, it's, there. there's, and it's really not that there's so many ideas. It's just that there's like 
four to five really solid ideas that I have um, that I just need to figure out what I want to do first. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of chunk it out. There's obviously one thing, you know, where to prioritize time. Exactly. Uh, financially committed as well. You know, what do I want to invest in first? Um, obviously I'm extremely invested in the where to eat stuff. I'm just continuing to build and grow with that. And hopefully, uh, you know, continue to have more partnerships, more experiences in the city. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I find the most, uh, fulfilling about this is, the people that I meet, the stories that I get to hear and then share with other yeah. people, um, just the experiences of going into these restaurants and experiencing this craft, this incredible yeah. craft that I have a passion for, that I just enjoy so much and that I know other people enjoy and getting to share that with them. Um, I love that. Like, I don't know what I would do if it weren't for this. I tell people all the time too, I'm like, you know, someone, I think someone asked me the other day, like, are, are you happy? Like, you're so busy. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, if I'm you're like, like, this is happiness. This is happiness for me. Like, I love it. I don't I, like I, if I like, I find myself on my weekends waking up to do this, you know, not because I have to, because I want to it fills your cup. I love it. It fills my cup. Yes. And so, you know, um, when you ask like, what's next, I think, continuing to expand on that there's uh one thing in particular that I think I'm pretty sure that I'm moving forward with actually not I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm paying a designer so I'm I'm definitely moving forward with it <laughs> financially <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, yeah I, I'm not really ready to uh, announce that yet totally fair. but um a project's on the horizon yeah project is on the horizon and I'm really excited about it it's just really continuing to dive in more into the food world um and the creators behind it and uh you know the stories behind it which is really exciting and just something that I already love to do and talk to people about so I'm excited for that. Um, you know, just, I love what I do. I, I'm so grateful. I mean, I can't believe, and I think we- That it's real. That it's real. And that and I- You make a living. To do this. And I, and so- um, Amazing. It's, it's, it's cool to grow. I forget why I was even saying this, but I think it's just like, you know, building relationships and, you know, outside of consistency and, you know, putting yourself out there. That's the- you know, one other thing I would stress is building relationships and b genuinely, not yeah. because you think like, oh, not because you're going to get something out of it, not because you're hoping it's going to, what it's like, yeah, it's, it's just, like, it oh, has to come from the genuine. You're doing, yeah, and I want to support this. Yeah. How can I support this? Yep. Well, can I, there's a lot of times too, I'll reach up, I'll see, you know, God, it's so sad to see, but there's a lot, like, you'll see a lot of these like break ins sometimes with mm -hmm. the restaurants, especially like, bakeries or standalone places you know kind of grab and go type places and i'm gosh if all i can do is just throw up a story to help support and like bring mm -hmm. people out yeah you know that means so much to them and it just it builds that rapport where it's like man when i was really down like they they helped me they helped yeah. me in any way that they could and they supported me you know there's and gosh you have to think too like there's a lot of restaurants or people that open things that they just don't even know mm -hmm. how to market themselves they weren't taught that or they didn't 
invest the money that they probably well, should it's, it's, it's a lot of niches where somebody is very passionate and very knowledgeable about their craft, their craft yeah. and not about business. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll really try and help. Cause then the thing is, is like, if they're successful, then it only makes you more successful. That success comes. Yeah, it's all comes around. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, amazing. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on and Thank chatting you. with me. Tonight. I love this. I love this. I want to come back already. Round two. <laughs> Round two. All right. Ready to send them out? I'm ready to send them out. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Last call. That was way better. <laughs> Thank you.